Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Tormin in the Finisher. I'm Bigorita this morning. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy trying for Tuesday, Brother Michael. Good to hear your sound. Thank you. Good morning. It's great. Oh, sorry. You're welcome. Go ahead, sis. Good morning, sis. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Deborah Evans, good morning to you. It's been a while since I heard your Yeah. <laughs> All busy is working. Well? Yes, busy working. Oh, okay. So Monica say hi. Well, I love your decoration yesterday. Wonderful. It's beautiful. Oh. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God mm-hmm. is good. Yes, he is. <laughs> Have a great day. Thank good you. morning. What's... Okay, thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Happy Trying to Tuesday. God bless everyone on the call. You have a great day. Hey, hey. God bless you, Sister Lisa. Good morning to you. Happy Trying to Tuesday. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. Happy Tuesday, Serena. Casey. Good Good morning to you. Happy trying for Tuesday. Thank you, sweetheart. You have a blessed day. You as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Praise God. Anyone else want to say good morning that just joined the call? Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy trying for Tuesday. And who else was that? Good morning, uh, Kim Cannon from Lansing, Michigan. Okay, you say Kim? Yes. Okay, is this your first time calling in, Kim? No, I called in Friday and Monday. Oh, praise God, praise God. Keep on showing up. Love to hear your sound this morning. God bless you. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, Leon. Happy Tuesday. Happy trying for Tuesday, Mom. Happy trying for Tuesday. And who else was trying to speak? Good morning, Good morning Mrs. Sis. Diane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sis. This is delivered Demetra. Good morning, Demetra. Which is spelled D E M E T R A. Demetra. Good morning to you, sis. Love you. Love you too. 
Good morning, Miss Diane. <laughs> Diane, good morning to you. <laughs> good morning, Trina. <laughs> okay, I'm going to mute. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good morning, this is Mary. Mary, good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Thank you, you too. God bless. God bless you as well. Come on, man. Brothers, let's get it on. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. We declare victory. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finisher, and I'm your greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Love to hear your sound. Glory to God. Praise your name. Lord, we give you all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Thank you for taking us up this morning to get on this hall. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Charmaine and the Finisher. Anyone else just join the call? Who is that? Good morning. It's Wonderful Wanda. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Wonderful Wanda. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You have a blessed day as well. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. This is your back. Hi, good morning. This is Yvette from Lansing, Michigan. You say Yvette? Yes, ma'am. Oh, good morning to you. Is this your first time calling? Or... No, ma'am. I called um, a couple of times last week. Oh, okay. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Glad to hear your sound this morning. Thank you. God bless. God bless you. Anyone else before I get started? Okay, I need everyone, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Charmaine the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip in your walk with Christ. I can't, okay, I, need you, I hear some sound in the background. I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Please look down. Thank you so much. Make sure you, to call in during the month of May, where a monthly theme is entitled Deliverance. This month declares we're focused on how deliverance is a transformation of one's being once they realize they are in bondage and surrender their will to God. Make sure you invite a friend so they're going to be blessed too. There is one announcement today. TNT Bible study is tonight. Prayer begins at 5.30 p.m. sharp, and Bible study will go from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You don't want to miss a teaching from Pastor LaBelle Jones. It will definitely enrich your spirit. There is no prayer request submitted by the app. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise for Nice, declaration beyond. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise for Nice, declaration beyond. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. 
The scripture for today is John 7, 7. The world cannot hate you, but it hates me because I testify that its works are evil. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones to mute until it's starts to come off mute. I now pass the call, the call over to the prayer word beneath. Everyone, please have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus loves you, and so do I. Bernice, if you is praying, can I hear you? I need an ambassador to um, say the prayer this morning. Any ambassador that's on the phone would like to pray? Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, Lord, first of all. Thanking you, Father, for allowing us to wake up to see another day, Lord. Someone didn't wake up this morning, Jesus. And we just thank you. Lord, my heart is so full this morning because of your love and your mercy and your grace, Father. Lord, I just lift up declared victory to you, Lord. Thanking you for this outlet that we have to share our testimonies and a safe place to Learn about you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for um, the rain and the stars and the moon. I thank you for um, our country, Lord Jesus. I lift our country up to you, Father, asking you to touch our leaders, Lord, in a special way and help them to realize that they can't make it in this world without you, Lord. We need you, Lord Jesus. We need you in a mighty way, Father. Lord, I come asking you, Father, to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit and um, hear my prayer this morning, Lord Jesus. Lord, I ask that you bless our firemen and our policemen and our teachers and our doctors and nurses and those that are in bereavement right now, Lord. Comfort them as only you can comfort them, Lord. For we know that you are our comforter, Lord. You are our healer, Lord Jesus. I just lift up to you those that are um, ill, prayer requests that were not spoken, Lord. You know what each person under the sound of my voice needs, Lord. And I just ask you to be with them in a mighty way, Lord Jesus. Father, I just ask that you create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit, Lord Jesus. But right now, this month that we're doing on deliverance, we all need deliverance from something, Lord. And I just pray and ask that something be said this morning that allows someone to get free, Lord Jesus. Lord, in your word, it says, for two or three are gathered, you're in our midst. And I just thank you for being in our midst this morning, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just lift up um, Tarina to you, Lord, thanking you for her, Lord. Asking you, Father, to continue to bless her and anoint her and put a hedge around her, Lord Jesus. 
I lift up Dion to you this morning, Lord. Thanking you for her obedience. Thanking you for her steadfastness and the warrior in her, Lord Jesus. I lift up all of our declares to you, Lord. Thanking you for their anointings that you have and just how they explain the word to us and help us to know how to live the way you want us to live, Lord, and do the things you want us to do. We are a different people, and we are the salt of the earth. And that means that we have to live according to your rule, Lord Jesus. And as long as we keep our hand in your hand, we'll be able to do that, Jesus, no matter how it looks. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Because right now it's looking crazy. But I am so grateful that you're in control of everything, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just ask as we continue in prayer that you take your phones off of mute and lift up the Lord with your voice. Lord, Thank you. 
He will keep your life. The Lord will keep you going out and your comings in from the time forth and forevermore. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We just praise you this morning, and we just magnify your name, and we just thank you, Lord. I just lift up Dion to you once again, Father, thanking you for her anointing, Lord, and continue to touch her from the top of her head to the soles of her feet and allow something to be said that will touch someone to ask, how can I get delivered this morning, Lord Jesus? I just thank you, and I just praise you, and I just magnify your name. I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Can we do something really quick before I proceed? Can we just spend about 30 seconds in adoration and just telling God how wonderful he is? She'll unmute everybody for me. And let's just spend a couple of seconds um, just adoring God. There is a sound that permeates heaven, and I believe this morning um, that sound is available for you. Can we just lift our voices? God, we call you the great and awesome God. Hallelujah. 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 I'm <laughs> 
Thank you, Jesus. God, we bless you this morning. Thank you that you are our righteousness this morning. Thank you that you are shield and our buckler this morning. Hallelujah. We lift you up, excellent God, that you are. God, we give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you this morning for your counsel and your might. God, be the mighty God that you are in our lives and the lives of those that are connected to us, that you will get the glory, hallelujah, out of our lives. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Tuesday. It is another triumphant testimony Tuesday this morning. I thank God for uh, being found in his care. I thank him for his grace and his mercy. Listen, if you blew it on yesterday, the good news is that grace and mercy got right up behind you this morning and they follow you all the days of your life. So you got action at getting this thing called life right yet again. So we give God glory 
um, just for being our strength and our shield this morning in real life. Hallelujah. Um, we are doing something different. I'm trading spaces. It is the student um, uh, acquiescing and honoring the teacher. Um, Phil is going to share in my stead tomorrow. So I pray that you would tag a friend, invite a friend, share with somebody that may have questions, comments, commentary, or concerns as it relates to deliverance. Um, it's it's going to be one of those mornings. Uh, while I will not be able to stay on the phone for four hours, uh, I am absolutely going to take my time in hopes that somebody might find it true that he is a delivering God and someone's faith might be restored in in hope in glory. Amen. Um I am I'm gonna share, I'm gonna read a bit this morning, but I want to uh, come after a couple of specific things. A couple of specific things. A couple of things that the Lord uh, really impressed upon my heart this morning for the share. Thank you. Uh Barbara for praying this morning. Thank you, Trina, for hosting and for greeting. And thank you, Miss Barbara, for my lovely Mother's Day card. You are always so thoughtful. I appreciate you. Love you to smithereens. Um, I'm going to give you uh, two scriptures now, uh, well, two passages, shall I say. Um, one that we studied in times past, but one of the things that the Lord was dealing with me with as I began to, to study uh, for this morning was that for many of us, especially for those of us that grew up in traumatic environments, in places uh, that did not afford us the safety or the security or um, the, the, the care that we would have liked to have had. Um, we are, are still dealing with historic pain, still dealing with um, some of the infractions of our yesteryear, our history, times before and times past. And as we've been talking so uh, adamantly about this, this topic, this thing that has the tendency to be so controversial, um, this, this thing that has the tendency to make people so uncomfortable, uh, yet in fact we are coming to the realization of the necessity of deliverance. I'm probably going to make some of you guys extremely uncomfortable this morning um, as I share a part of my story. For some of you, it'll be foreign. For some of you, um, you like yeah, yeah, we we've been we've been through that, <laughs> right? But. But I, I, I want to share it, and I want to share it a little differently and um, more intentionally than I ever have because um, <laughs> that's heck of funny, Holy Ghost. Um, I, I said I wasn't going to do all of this, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and trust his plan. Amen. Um, as, a, as a little girl, and I promise I'll give you scripture and all of the rest of the stuff, um, you guys hear me talk about a lot of my pillar to post journey. My grandmother uh, was more my mother than uh, in many times, you know, and, and again, not to any fault per se of my mother. Uh, my mother was not loved well. So a lot of the experiences that, that she had 
of course, boiled over into her adulthood, just like all of us would. And um, there were times and moments where uh, some of her her friendships were seedy. Um, and again, all well-meaning. You know, you don't you don't grow up knowing exactly what to expect from friends and family and loved ones. Uh, you know, because you don't know what happened to them. And um, one of the things that I experienced um, at the hand of uh, a first cousin is I was I was molested um, probably from the time I was about maybe ten, nine, eight, nine. I don't I don't even remember. I just remember when I got I got tired of it, <laughs> and I got big enough to beat her up. <laughs> I've been fighting a long time, y'all. And I remember putting a wooden spoon inside of a uh, a discount mark newspaper. Um, and if somebody can uh, chill, if you would mute your computer, just hit your uh, the volume. Yeah, just make sure double double check for me because I can hear feedback. Um, so I put a wooden spoon inside of a newspaper child. And this one particular day when my mother had dropped me off over <laughs> at her house, I had already made up in my mind. I had put it in my little backpack. And I mean, I got her. I got her. <laughs> I got her real good, too. I know y'all laughing at me. But um, I can laugh about it today. Um, there was a day a couple of years back and they had called me and said, um, yeah, that's better, babe. Thank you for asking. Called me and said, I'm having a problem forgiving somebody that molested my child. <laughs> and I'm, y'all know I'm a little special. So I started laughing. I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you do what I did? And she said, well, what did you do? I said, well, I forgave you. I said, I forgave you years ago. And immediately she began to cry. Um, and I was like, girl, listen, you don't have to cry. Obviously, somebody did it to you. Um, obviously, it happened in your life. I started this by saying people, uh, in many instances, are not loved well. You know, clearly, uh, it had been done to her and not on that level. Ironically, um, what it did was it began a pattern in my life of um, being molested by little girls, mother's friends, daughters, um, so much so by, by the time I was about 17 or 18 years old, uh, there was, uh, I went to go visit one of my aunt's friends who had a daughter um, that was much older um, and, and she ended up stalking me, like like for real, stalking me like a man would stalk a woman, about 17 or 18 years old. But what I noticed was this thing was following me. It was it was trying to catch me, y'all. It was chasing me down. And as a licensed cosmetologist, I promise I'll make all this make sense. We're talking about deliverance. We we are. We're talking about deliverance. Um, as a, a licensed cosmetologist, um, one of my best assistants, his name was Dante. 
but his stage name was Tandy. Dante had a full beard, high yellow, long, beautiful hair. He was half Latina, half African-American. Dante would have a full beard with uh, long weave and banana peels, honey, and have his skirt on and be one old, wonderful, fabulous thing, honey. Dante was not nothing to play with. But I used to dress boys in full drag. I hear you, religious spirit, and I'm not concerned about any of it. <laughs> Story time. This needs to be a TikTok, huh? And in so doing, um, I'm, I'm dressing. We had one, uh, <laughs> we call him Papu, uh, and, and honey, he wanted to be Monica. And Listen, I would go to a place called the Benching Bar where they would perform uh, their scenes. They would, you know, put their fully taped and face beat half to death. Honey, if you didn't know what they were, you wouldn't know. Um, full entire spirit of perversion in a in a physical place and here I am just I'm just working, I'm minding my own self business. But I need you to know this. I, I told my little sister many years ago, it's all right for it to get on you. Just make sure that it doesn't get in you. Make sure that it doesn't get in you. Um I have a, a friend to date, childhood friend. His name is Joe. We call him Joe Exclusive. And Joe, to date, is one of the top stylists in Hollywood. Dresses people like Roy Mayweather and any celebrity you can think of. He has a bunch of Getty photos and me and Joe and <laughs> uh, Papu and Dante uh, went one evening to, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure where we were. But I walked in the door, and um, there is someone. Her name is Carol. We call her Special One. What well, we did before she passed. And Special One and CMG, or Carla, uh, comprised a group called uh, uh, Conscious Daughters. And Carol was a hard-down stud, but she was such a lady. And before you knew it, Carol began to pursue me. How about this? Listen, y'all listening? I know y'all uncomfortable. I know, I know. Keep listening. Keep listening. I'm gonna take y'all down uh, Deliverance Road. And so, um, at the time, I was what I love to say because I love shock value. I was a hooker for a lot of the rappers in the area, the two shorts and snoops. I know y'all didn't heard that part of the story a million times, but y'all didn't know um, that Carol was the absolute best to me, right? Deception and perversion and um, the spirit of homosexuality that had been chasing me my entire life from a little girl um, slowed me down um, to do what I call, what many of you may um, be able to testify to, for those of you that are right now, this second, struggling with your identity, struggling with the spirit of perversion, struggling with the idea of maybe this is it for me, or maybe that'll work. But the beautiful thing is 
Um, it had an opportunity to get on me. But hallelujah, thank God for grace and mercy. It couldn't get in me. <laughs> We're still talking about deliverance. What I learned about Carol is that she had just not been loved well. Uh, I, I remember getting the phone call that she had passed away. I was in Atlanta. I was sitting in front of my computer, and a girlfriend called me and said, Dee, I don't want you to see this on the Internet, uh, but Carol had died. And uh, As short as the stint was, um, as brief as the stint was, um, that that friendship, because ultimately that's what it became, uh, was was very, very telling for me. It meant for me how seriously the enemy was chasing my purpose, how bad he wanted to rob me of moments like today. Now, that was 30 years ago. <laughs> so slow your thought process down. Um, that was in moments of my insecurity, moments where I did not realize the access that I had to the truth of who uh, my father is. I didn't uh, realize how valuable my life would become, not just for me, but for my children and for my children's children that have not even arrived yet. I did not realize that it was a thing that had chased my mother. I did not realize it was a thing that had chased my grandmother. I did not realize that this thing had come from generation after generation after generation with an attempt to pervert a, a bloodline. I can talk about it today because it is what it is. I am grateful because it gives me a different level of grace because you never know what someone has gone through to get to where they are standing. It gives you a different level of compassion, a different level of understanding, a deeper revelation of who you are uh, in Christ when it comes to demonstrating grace and being salt and light. It gives you a different mindset and mentality to be careful of how you treat people because you never know who they are becoming. I shared all of that to say um, a couple of different things, but let's start with Galatians 5 and 22. It should be an extremely familiar passage of Scripture to everyone on this call because it is a mandate uh, in the Spirit. It is a mandate that demands, that commands, that calls us to adhere to uh, being able to Trust and verify that someone is who they say they are. Uh, Galatians 5.22, I'm going to read it from the Amplified simply because it's a lot more colorful. It says, but the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which uh, his presence within accomplishes, you hear me? His presence within accomplishes is love, joy, gladness, peace, patience and even temper, forbearance, kindness, goodness, benevolence, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, humility, self-control or self-restraint, um, against such things there is no law that can bring a charge. But, but I, I tripped off of the word forbearance. 
um, and, and maybe some of you have done a massive word search or word study. But listen to the definition of the word forbearance, forbearance in the context of a mortgage process is a special agreement between the lender and the borrower to delay a foreclosure. The literal meaning of forbearance is holding back. This is also referred to as a mortgage moratorium something that we experienced far more recently as it relates to, quote, unquote, the pandemic, uh, COVID-19, um, we experienced a moratorium where uh, the, the wrath of what we owe, the debt that we paid, the thing that we were guilty of as charged of paying for was acquitted us. We, we didn't have to, um, excuse me, we didn't have to pay back what was given to us at one time. We, we didn't have to uh, uh, owe, owe the books anything because the penalty of that uh, overhead was forgiven. So I, I, wanna, I wanna stick right there for just a minute. Listen, but uh, we understand that there are nine gifts of the spirit. Uh, all those gifts are to be operating or working at one time. I started by saying people are often not loved well, and we understand that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such, there is no law. There are things that we have experienced um, in our lives that uh, we have been exposed to. Our exposure and our experience determine many of our outcomes. They determine how we handle things. They determine how we release our love to other people. They determine how we experience what the idea of joy is. They determine what, uh, quote, unquote, our patience levels and degrees are. We talk about emotional quotient. We talk about uh, uh, mental capacity. But, but we also have a certain level of patience based on uh, the patience that's been demonstrated to us. There, there's a, a certain level, people that know me and know me well will hear me say quite frequently, listen, I'm kind, but sometimes I'm not that nice, right? I, I don't, listen, I don't do a whole bunch of shucking and jiving and playing <laughs> him and hawing, but the core of who I am is kind, right? I understand the value of goodness. I understand the value of faithfulness. I understand the, um, the, the repercussions of gentleness. I get what it means to operate in a place of self-control. We're still talking about deliverance. I promise I'll tie it all up. And um, as, as I continued to study, um, the Holy Spirit just began to to deal with me specifically uh, in in the reality that many of us are experiencing and exposed to things because it is familiar pastime. It has been something uh, that historically has 
chased after you or chased after your mother or your father or uh, your grandmother or your great-great-grandmother. Those things, they're uh, called familiar spirits, the things that chase you ancestrally, the things that attempt to derail uh, you having the capacity to be loved well by a good, good father, the thing that has withheld you from uh, really reaching your pinnacle in the truth of who God says you are. And the majority of the time, uh, if the enemy can distract you out of the truth of who you are, deliverance is usually far from you. I remember in the interim um, of this absolute illegal, illicit relationship, I started to ask myself questions because of what had happened to me as a child. And what you'll notice is that the enemy has uh, a desire, if he can, again, um, that word perversion keeps coming up. And sometimes it's not about sexuality. Sometimes it's just about being a liar or being a thief, being a cheat, uh, being one who uh, does way too much all the time, right? But there are variants of things that the enemy will attempt to use. Sometimes it's just being flat out lazy. Sometimes it's being a procrastinator. Sometimes it's being extremely, extremely stingy because you deal with poverty. He will use whatever he can to distract in an attempt to destroy. Right? His, his only job, because he cannot worship, because he cannot approach the throne of grace with the expectation of being heard, of being um, um, uh, catered to from the Father because of the major violation, um, he does whatever he can to throw you under the bus. As, as I began to confront um, this thing, because I knew that it wasn't me. I, I never, ever liked the girl. It didn't have anything to do with that. So I told y'all, my bike was money. Um, that, that was my struggle. That was my issue. That was my uh, my problem. And it, it would take Ruth to say it. Ruth says it better than anybody I know. Uh, she'd always say, honey, sometimes the enemy would trick me into doing something strange for a piece of change. Listen, I got bags. That's all I cared about because I knew I didn't have to trust anyone if I could take care of myself in my mind. In my mind, I swore that the money um, that, that I got from doing, because I did a lot of music. When I say she took care of me, she made sure uh, that I, I stayed in the atmosphere of a gig. Sometimes you just got to watch where you go. You hear grandma and them say the places I used to go, I just don't go anymore. I said before, it's all right for it to get on you, uh, but you have to make sure that it doesn't get in you. How do you test it with those nine gifts of the spirit? You run into somebody that's extremely, extremely bitter or angry or frustrated all the time, but the chances are they just didn't get loved well. You run into somebody that doesn't know how to exhibit or demonstrate self-control. They find themselves always in a pickle. Uh, chances are they were not loved to the best of someone's ability. Uh, as well-meaning as we all are, sometimes the truth is we have and continue to drop the ball. Uh, uh, the, the beautiful thing is that we all have action 
uh, at better. We all have action at different. And how do you how do you gain the momentum there, Dion? It is through the truth of the Word of God and finding your identity and really being able to stand in your purpose and your promise. And as I'm interrogating this whole interaction, this whole encounter, I'm like, God, what what is this? And what is it that you want? Because I knew that I was never going to be able to stay there. It wasn't going to work for my thought process. It wasn't going to work for, number one, my pride. I was very proud. There were certain things because of the things that were in my grandmother and in my mother that I knew that I didn't have the capacity to adhere to by the grace of God. And so I knew that I could not get stuck there. And I remember um, it began uh, it began to trigger me into an entirely different direction, entirely different direction. And uh, just to put another piece in the puzzle, so now in my mind, I'm like, all these um, times that X, Y, Z happened to me, and then here is this experience. God is, look, am I? <laughs> Right? You start asking yourself all these questions. And in my heart of hearts, I knew uh, that because of what was in me, because I, I had a draw for kingdom, because I knew that there was something about this God that I didn't understand at 21 and 22 years old, I knew that there was more. And, and what it did was with the enemy, I thank God that it sent me after God. Sit me after him in a very, very different way. And uh, one night, as a matter of fact, she and I went out. It was where I met Demario's father, my middle son. <laughs> um, it, it was uh, it was right in the height of me uh, trying to decide: Is this God that we say uh, we serve? Is he real? I mean, does he does he see me? Did he see all the stuff that happened to me? Did he see all the times I was violated and uh, I was not treated well, and I was looked over, and I was just in a room. I was tolerated there. Did he see all those times where I was trying to figure out, God, why would she drop me off and say she'd be back and never come back? What what about me makes me uh, uh, a, a whole entire uh, second digit? What What happened in the lineup when you created me? How come she didn't have the emotional capacity to love me well, but I thank God for my grandmother. Thank God for uh, my sweet, sweet Sadie, who wasn't really that sweet. <laughs> she was kind. She wasn't that nice, y'all. She wasn't that nice, but she was icy, though, I must admit, with a second grade education. She made sure that I was good. She made sure that I was straight. And not that my mother didn't want to, but she couldn't give me what she didn't have. She had her own story. I, I just didn't know she had her own story. She had her own stuff. She had her own things. She had to overcome her own struggles, her own fears, her own not being loved well moments because they happen. They happen. They happen. And in the process um, of, of meeting uh, Josiah's, I mean, uh, Demario's father, we dated sight unseen for about eight or nine months, and I know you guys have heard parts of the story. I just wanted to give it a little bit of completeness because I need you to understand when I say delivered, <laughs> much. Right? God's hand has consistently 
been on my life and what that looks like and how that comes out and what that experience is come through moments of revelation of identity of realizing I am my father's daughter. I, I am the seed of Abraham. I am a son. I am above only and not beneath. I promise I'm going to give you some scripture. Um, but in this process, um, I, I became, I ended up, uh, as, as I broke away from that, um, that relationship or that connection, whatever you'd like to call it, um, here was this, this man, um, and he was a devout Muslim, fruit of Islam to the degree of, of, uh, guard, standing guard for Farrakhan. And, um, he was so convinced. I was like, how are you? I need to understand what it is that you are convinced about. All of this trouble, all of this trauma, all of this discomfort, all of this frustration. He was so convinced. I was like, well, t tell me why you believe what you believe. And I'm still trying to figure out, is this God that I say I serve real? I know he grandma's God. I know he Jackie's God, kind of. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who's God is this? Is, is he my God? Is, you know, is there another one? Is there a Buddha? Is there Allah? Is there a Muhammad? And I remember him telling me his why and me falling out laughing. I got so tickled because it was unbelievably ridiculous in my opinion. No harm. I don't mean no harm. You believe whatever you'd like to believe. But to me, it sounded like a bunch of smoke and mirrors. And so what it did, these, these steps that the enemy thought he was going to use to destroy me, began to walk me into a place of deliverance that I had never experienced. And as a result of that particular uh, relationship and his his exposure to the fruit of Islam, I was confident that wasn't it. Cause I, I couldn't imagine myself serving a God that I couldn't feel. I couldn't imagine serving a God that didn't answer my prayer. I couldn't imagine serving a God that couldn't hear me when I called him. And I remember saying emphatically, if it's you, if you are the God of my salvation, if you are my father, you got to teach me. You got to show me. You got to pull me in in such a way that I know that it's unmistakably you. Because at this point, all of this hell that I've been through, you couldn't possibly be real. You wouldn't allow me to experience the things that you've allowed me to experience. Experience. If you were my God, show me who you are. And after one intimate night, <laughs> my amazing um, thorn in my side, son, I love my son, he's, he's a pretty dope kid, was conceived. And again, still dealing with pride, still dealing with shame dealing with all these different things. And at this point, now everybody's calling me names that we care not to call people. Um, and I knew it wasn't, <laughs> wasn't my reality, but how do you defend um, what people have evidence against, right? I, I don't know about y'all, but I got some stuff I'm guilty of. Hallelujah. But I'm so grateful for uh, the blood. Let me, let me give you guys this scripture. Um, Ephesians, the second chapter, and I'm going to read it again in the Amplified because I need you to get it. And he raised us up together with him when we believed and seated us with him in heavenly places because we are in Christ Jesus. And he did this so that in the ages to come, he might clearly show the immeasurable and unsurpassed riches 
of his grace, in his kindness towards us in Christ Jesus, by providing for our redemption. For it is by grace, God's unmeasurable, remarkable compassion and favor, drawing you to Christ, that you have been saved, actually delivered from judgment, and given eternal life through faith. And this salvation is not of yourself, not through your own efforts, but it is the undeserved, gracious gift of God, not as a result of your works nor your attempt to keep the law. You hear me? Nor your attempt to keep the law. We don't care about the law. So that no one will be able to boast or take credit in any way for his salvation. For we are his workmanship, his own masterwork, a work of art created in Christ Jesus, reborn from above, spiritually transformed, renewed, ready to be used, for good works which God prepared for us beforehand, taking paths which he set so that we would walk in them living and a good li- the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us. Now, I done told y'all pieces of my, my business that have created um, this this woman that I am becoming and and I'm very grateful for how God wound me together. I'm very grateful from the, uh, for the, the knitting he did from the foundation of the earth. I'm extremely appreciative uh, that some of the experiences and exposure that I've had give me the capacity to love people beyond what you think you see. Everything you see is not what it is. Some things uh, are, are handled by monitoring spirits that were sent from the very pit of hell to pervert your future. Some things were sent as an attack in rebellion against uh, your great-great-grandmother because of the mantle that she carried. Some things uh, the enemy attempts to uh, overthrow and overturn. But how many of you know uh, that according to Ephesians, the second chapter, the sixth verse, listen, there's a place. I don't deal with warfare today. That's not my struggle. Now, ask me that three years ago. Ask me that uh, five years ago. Honey, I was fighting tooth and nail. Today, listen, I get to fight with my hands at my side because my confidence is not in what I know. My confidence is what I understand as truth. Truth and true are two different things. Some things are true one minute and false the next. But truth is a person that lives inside of me. I get to stand in all truth knowing that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And, yes, it took some levels of renunciation. It took some degrees of coming out of agreement with and disavowing God. If you bring me out of this, if you deliver me from that, I promise with everything that I have, I'll serve you. It was not uh, me making a negotiation. It was me saying, God, I can't live from here. These low-level thinking thoughts, we are seated above principalities. That means the devil is under our feet. Until you get the revelation of who you are and where you're seated, you'll never understand the authority that you have the ability to walk in. You'll never recognize how prevalent your purpose actually is. You'll never understand that you're already under 
undergirded that the victory is already in your right and your left hand because we serve an ambidextrous God. While you're trying to figure it out over here, deliverance is on this side waiting for you to believe. He's waiting for you to know who you are in him. You don't even have to be nothing of your own. Are you listening to me? Do you hear what I'm saying? Everything that you are supposed to be, you already are. Uh, I know your bank account may be a little light. I understand that maybe your marriage is a shape rocky. I, I get it that uh, perhaps you've uh, been a little thrown off in your thinking and your thought patterns. It's because you still rely on you. Deliverance is not always uh, one of those come out. In Jesus' name, I started to get a revelation of who I was. I started to understand that uh, he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I started to do the actual work. I started to ask the right questions in an effort to get the right answers because I wanted to live a righteous life, not because I'm righteous, not because I have it all figured out, not because I'm perfect, but because he is a perfect God. And then he told me, Dion, I, I just need you to profess love. I need you to love on people in such a way that it makes them uncomfortable. Love on people in such a way that it, it kind of makes them ask questions. Love on people in such a way that they trying to figure out how, if I treat you like this, you still treat me like that. And I'm like, God, I don't want to do none of that. I told you I'm not that nice, but I thank God for the fruit of the spirit that won't allow me to be average or mediocre because some Someone else is. I thank God for the fruit of the Spirit that lives down on the inside of me. I thank God that uh, you can uh, tell a tree by the fruit that it bears. I'm not explaining nothing. See, deliverance gets you to a place where folks can say and do whatever they'd like to say and do as long as you understand your responsibility is to stand in love. Hallelujah, to stand in joy, to live and operate from a place of peace, God, to stand firm and fast in patience and kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Listen, I don't care what you say. Once upon a time, honey, I'd have lit you up like Christmas and do the wrong thing. I might have my pistol in my lap on my way to where you are, but thank God for him being a delivering God. I thank God for him being a revolutionary God that he'll kick down doors to come and drag you out, that he will begin to open up opportunities to usher you out of your brokenness and your empty places into a place of liberty, a place of freedom, a place of transparency, a place where you can operate fully in everything that God called you to be in. Listen, I need you to get it. I need you to understand that uh, there is a great God that's waiting on you to realize he is your good good father. There's a great God who has a desire to pull you out, to send you in. There's a great God who wants more than anything for you to rely on him in the morning, rely on him in the evening, rely on him in the noonday. There's a great and an awesome God, a God that will fight for you in spite of what you think the actual battle is. I understand today. Child, I don't have to fight I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to make excuses about my past. Listen, it is what it is. But the beautiful thing is it also is what it was because Romans 8 and 28 is employed to bring me to places of deliverance in my thinking, deliverance in my heart posture, deliverance 
in how I handle and mitigate situations and circumstances. Deliverance, hallelujah, is a part of the process, but you have to be open better. You got to have the courage to confront uh, your addictions. You got to have the courage to confront the things that would otherwise have you bound. You got to have the courage to say what it is, or you'll never be able to heal what it was. It is what it is. That being said, listen, it's seven o'clock. I share the share. Um, and I, I pray that something that I said empowered. that it inspired you to tell your truth, um, whatever that is. <laughs> whatever whatever the struggle, whatever the thing, it could be addiction, it could be adultery, it could be um, lying, it could be cheating, it could be st- whatever it is. Whatever it is. Um, wanted to talk about something so uncomfortable that it made religious people cringe. <laughs> Because I'm, I'm coming for that religious spirit this morning. Somebody, you mute your phone. Rochelle is unmuting people. But if you guys would be kind enough that as she unmutes you, you take the liberty of muting yourself before we go into this discussion so we don't hear she sheds being built. Um, we're going to walk right in um, to the hosting and greeting before I let the ladies loose. I'm going to give the gentleman an opportunity to say good morning first just out of honor. If there are any fellas on the call that would like to say good morning, please spur at this time. Go ahead. All right. If there aren't any gentlemen that are able to unmute at the moment, um, I'll go ahead. And if there is a new caller, anybody that is calling in for the first time. You may not have said anything. Maybe it's not the first time. Maybe it's the fifth time. Maybe it's the third month. Who knows? Um, But you are more than welcome to say good morning at this time. All right. Nobody wants to be the first. That being said, Ali, Ali, Austin, please, good morning. Good, Good morning, morning Dion. Dion. Good morning, hey. Dion. This is Liberty. Hey, Good morning, hey. Dion. It's Tracy. Hey, Tracy girl. Good morning, Dion. It's Diane. Hey, Lady Diane. <laughs> Yes, he is. Thank you, man. Amen. Good morning, girlfriend. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Happy Tuesday to you, too. I love you. Good morning, it's Elf. Hey, Elf. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Um, I I think I heard Swanita. Who else did I hear? Yolanda? No, I didn't hear Yolanda. Brianna. <laughs> Brianna. Hey, Bri, good morning. Good morning. It's Miss D. Hi, Miss D. Good morning. It's Patsy. 
Hey, Pastor. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry. It's okay. Good morning, Glo. Good morning. Good morning. Great God morning. It's Sandria Magnificent. Hey, Magnificent. Good morning. Good morning. It's Georgia. 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 Morning. Morning, Dean Shell. Hey, darling. Morning, Deanna Jubilant. Hey, hey, Jim. Good morning. Good morning, Deanna Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Good morning. Good morning, Deanna. This is Monica. Hey, Monica. Great morning. What up, D? Jimmy Triana. What up, though? Anybody else want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pardon me for being hey, late this morning. No, it's okay. No worries. You're fine. Good morning. Good morning, Brother E. Good morning, Deanna. She Mary. Hey, C. Mary, girl. Good morning, Dion. This wonderful Wanda. Great hey, declaration. Wonderful. Good morning and thank you. Amen. Any questions, comments, commentary? Anybody need um, some heart regulation medication? Everybody all everybody all right? <laughs> I'd like to ask this question. my aunt is being buried today. She's the first aunt that I've ever lost, and I have a five more to go, so this feeling is very surreal. This is Georgia, by the way. And her name is Laura Dunwood, so I'm just asking for special prayer. Okay, got it, Georgia. Amen. Somebody else was saying something. I'm sorry. It's magnificent. Good morning, everyone. I love it when you say people who are loved well heal fast. What? What do you? How do you say that? Grow fast. People that are loved well grow fast. That really always ministers to me. And I thank you for your declaration. Awesome, powerful, blessed. <laughs> thank you. Amen. Good morning, Dion. It's Preet. I want to thank you for your transparency this morning. Uh, we all right? We good. We love you. Oh. Well, I, I mean, I, for those of you that know me, you know me. So I, yeah. I don't, uh, hear me. I don't care. I was just going to say, um, the reason I love that is because it, it, it gives me a heart check to make sure that I'm in a place of loving people. Like you said, even when it's difficult, even when they treat you like this, you still, I'm, st- I'm, I'm going to own that one. I'm still able to, um, love them, put healthy boundaries in place, and love them in spite of how I feel or feel I'm being treated. So thank you. Amen. 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 Amazing. I can can see the people grabbing their gas mask, their oxygen mask, like, you know that little (laughs) meme I always put out, grabbing the chest. (laughs) 
this for God be the glory that real that people that live life <clears throat> understands the difference between what 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 we're still saying. I say what is it is what it is. What was what was that we can be in a place of deliverance and healing and know that it's okay. It, we don't have to be at the end of war 86 to receive deliverance because he's right here and he lives within us. So we don't have to go down that, the quiet hallway. We can just do it in our own self place because he never leaves us nor forsakes us. He's always been there. But grace here, just to say that God, um, it's not that extreme. He's a forgiving God. He's If you just confess and repent, it's just that easy. And then you can breathe in liberty. So, grace here. Hey. Hey. I'm in the closet at the school, girl. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you for that transparency. And you're so right. It's a lot of stuff that, if we be honest, like incestual stuff and stuff that being tampered with young, you know, when you were sharing, telling your story, I was like, man, is that what that was? And you don't know. If you don't know what side it comes from, it's generational. A lot of it is. But I'm so grateful for deliverance, and I'm so grateful that um, you shared about how it gets on you but not in you. That's so powerful to understand that. Um, and so that you're not um, walking around judging people because we all have stuff. We all been through stuff. We all dealing with stuff. So to be real and, and share, that's how you get people free, especially those of us that have kids and grandkids and stuff. Don't make them think they're crazy or that, you know, they are going through something you didn't deal with. Just be open and honest. And that's how you get people delivered. I thank God for you, sis, because you have made Ooh, such an impact in my life because I'm not mean no more. I just, like you say, Sadie, I'm not, I just don't deal. And that's not a bad thing. It's just how I have to protect myself if that makes sense. So I love you to life and I'm just grateful for deliverance all over through a lot of different things. But tapping into that, 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 um, that invasion spirit, if that's such a word, you know, some of us have been tampered with as young and some of us are still dealing with that in our 50s. In real life. Real thing. Real thing. Hey, Hey, this is Juanita. Um, thank you for your declaration this morning. I, you know, the um, dealing with like love, no matter how. I think I was Dondra or someone that said something about that um, about the love. Um, no matter how someone treats you, you know, we have to have, a, like you said, the fruit of the spirit. <clears throat> within us so if the whole if we have that fruit of the spirit um we have to live that out you know um the love the joy the peace you know the um you know um in galatians we just have to have all of that when we're dealing with life dealing with each other dealing with someone you know and and no matter what is done to you or how they treat you we still know that we are Christians by our love. And, um, you know, that's something that I'm still, you know, I'm struggling. I'm, I ain't going to say I'm struggling with it, but I'm still dealing with it. You know, I'm still trying to um, get that grip in because I know that, you know, I have the fruit of the Spirit. I know within me. And I would have to, you know, I, it shouldn't be a question or a doubt, you know what I'm saying? So, but when that, I, I don't, I want to say it like this. 
not allowing someone to steal that joy or to steal that peace from me. You know what I'm saying? So I have to watch out for those things. And when the enemy is coming in that form, then I have to display what the Holy Spirit is within me. So I just thank you for your declaration, but this is this is part of it that I got that I needed out of it. And um, just thank you for your transparency and thank you for your love. And I love you. Love you more. How about that? <laughs> Amen. Anybody else? Good morning, Pastor Dion. Good morning. Can you hear me? Um, I can. Okay. Um, the, um, what you spoke on was um, was really, really, really good. There was that one time um, I didn't know um, if I was supposed to be with a, um, a man or a woman because um, so much has happened to me. I thank God for um, Declare Victory. I thank God for um, Lisa Porter. And um, I, it's like every time I get on the line, the different things that people say, I, I, don't, I don't say a lot. Sometimes I just want to just listen. And the, the stuff that comes out, I, I know there's a God because the stuff that you say and, and, and the stuff that um, other people say, it has happened in our life. And he's just given us all the answers that we need and all the um, questions. And and I sat here and just listened to you. And, um, and, I, and I, I know God lives in you. And he's our father, and um, and I know it's God that's that's doing all this. But you are a amazing woman. I mean, he's and I know he's um working in all of us, and he's working in me. And I know that that's not the life that he wants me to have, and I'm not trying to go that way. And um, I know one thing I always said to myself is I was proud of myself because the things that happened to me, I did not do anything to my kids. I was able to live in, um, live a, a life where I wasn't, where I didn't touch them like things that have happened to me. People that I have trust in at the, at the church and stuff like that, that have um, did things to me, and I I sit back and look look back, and I I thank God that um, I didn't take on that that particular life. Um, some of the stuff you you have said when I had one day was at church and got prayed on, um, I can't the name that you had it starts with a P, and I was wondering what that was. Um, because I forgot what it is. Perversion. And I'm like, perversion. Yeah, perversion. Yeah, and I'm like, what the heck is that? Why are they praying that on me? What? What is that? And um, but I just, I, I just thank God that how He's um, 
just helping me in my life. And I thank God for how you spoke this out and how you're teaching us. And it's just awesome to declare victory. Everything we learn is, is awesome. Um, I just thank God for everything that I'm learning. I'm, I know everybody is learning at, at different pace and stuff like that. And I know he's teaching me. Sometimes it's rough. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I want to give up. But like you guys said, you keep calling back, keep calling back. So that's what I do. Even in my frustration, even in my disappointment and stuff like that, he's always there for me. He's always working it out for me. But um, th this particular subject, um, I, I I really thank you. I really thank you for that. Um, between brothers and between preachers and between missionaries, people that I thought that was there for me that did things to me. And I'm like, oh, wow. But I was able to be on the call, was able to release everything, was released to let go and to forgive them for what they have did to me. So I just want to thank you, and that's about it. Thank you for sharing. And, and all I have is what I will always have. Keep going. Just keep going. Mm -hmm. Just keep going. Hey. Just keep, keep going up. Hey, go ahead. Hey, oh, oh, hold on one second. I heard Tanya, but who did I hear? Gloria. Hey, Glow. Glow, go, and then Tanya, go. Okay. Thank you. Um, I, I just want you to know that I appreciate um, you and appreciate this this morning's subject. You know, so many times, I know for me and, and, my, and my upbringing, different things that happen, you kind of blow it off and like, oh, that's just the way, you know, that's just the way it was. But thank God, like you said, it didn't get in me. It got on me, but it didn't get in me. So I, I thank God for that. And I thank him for yet delivering me for even things that, even things that I didn't even recognize were like even mindset that I didn't realize were things that had been blocking and holding me back in life. So I appreciate God for his long suffering and his forbearance with me and, and in my life because at 60 years old as you were talking this morning I thought about some things that happened and my my throughout my life until this morning it was a thing of oh well that happened but we're grown now they're doing living their life and you know I prayed and I asked God to help me to forgive them and I pray he forgave them too and you know you know, they're preachers now, and they're doing this, that, and that, and that. But still, there had to be something that was there because Holy Spirit has been dealing with me about it this morning. So I appreciate him. I'm sitting in the car. I'm supposed to, supposed to left an hour ago to go to work. And I'm sitting in the car in front of my house because this is as far as I have been able to get. But I thank God for his delivering power. I thank him that he is my deliverer, and I stand on his word, and I bless his name that he is not done with me yet. So I appreciate you. I love you so much, and I'm going back on mute. Love you more. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Sis, go ahead. Hey, good morning, uh, Dion, and good morning, everybody. Um, there, there are just a couple of things that the Lord has given me. Number one, 
um, and I say this with all sincerity, and I'm, I'm, I've done it before, and so um, I, I want you to hear me. For anyone that grew up in church who was mishandled, molested, um, uh, or anything, treated cruelly, unkindly, on behalf of the body of Christ, I want to stand in proxy for the man or the woman or the boy or the girl who mishandled you, who treated you unkindly. And I repent on their behalf. And I ask that you would sincerely hear my heart and forgive me on their behalf because it was not a demonstration of the love of God. It was not a demonstration. It wasn't the church. It was some people who were hurt and who had not yet gotten their deliverance. And it doesn't excuse it. It won't take it away. But today, you can start the healing process if you will accept my apology. So I want to apologize and stand in proxy on behalf of those because it's it's really important um, in order for you to lay off every weight. That's one, one, one less thing that you have to carry around. Um, and so there's that. Secondly, there is, Brianna, I don't know if you're still on the line. You don't, I just, if you could just tell me if you're on the line, because if you're not, I'm not even going to say this. If you, if you could just acknowledge you're still on the line or yes. not. Yes, I'm here. Awesome. Awesome. So yesterday in your share, it was so powerful. Um, but as I listened to you, um, the word advocate kept coming up. And so um, I looked up the word advocate, <clears throat> and uh, a synonym for the word advocate is backer. And so the Lord said, she is Brianna the backer, because that's one of your gifts. That's one of your talents um, that God has given you to advocate for people, to back people up, to have people's back in the appropriate manner. And so, um, you know, we have names on the call. And if you accept it, that's great. And if you don't, that's up to you. I'm just saying what I heard and it won't go away. Brianna, the backer. So if you accept that name and you will honor it. Um, when you call in, you just say, I'm Brianna. This is Brianna the backer. And the more you say it, the more I believe that God is going to reveal to you um, the, the, the purpose that he has as it relates to that name. So that's what I wanted to share with you. Wow. Thank you so um, much. Yes, I do receive you're that. You're so welcome. Amen. Um, and then to my folks that may have had to grab their oxygen uh, mask or the, you know, had the, oh, wow, moment, right? I, I want to say to you this. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And Sharina, like, started it off really yesterday and we were talking about testimonies, and somebody gave her a word about how we're overcomers by the words of our testimony. Listen, um, this is a really touchy subject, especially within the body of Christ. People don't really know what to do with it, right? And so what better person to help walk you through an experience that you've had in life 
or something that you're dealing with currently than somebody who was in that situation. And I'm not just talking about, you know, um, living in an alternative lifestyle or, or, or someone who abused someone could help, yes. And sometimes we will have to, and I pro- I'm getting ready to stop, Dion. And sometimes we'll have to, but theory, theory is great. And, and theory can be used to help walk think, people through certain um, things in their life. But somebody who has the experience, somebody who has the testimony, who is a brand new creature in Christ, to me has far more impact. And when you marry those two together, somebody who can counsel you and somebody who has testimony, oh, my God, deliverance is, is pretty much imminent. So I just, I just want to encourage you, um, if you had a little bit of a struggle listening, we all have a testimony. And if we would come off mute, not this, not necessarily literally in this moment, but if we would come off mute, number one, uh, deliverance will begin to happen. And number two, you'll be able to help some other people. That's it. That's all. Thank you, Dion. Good morning. This is Monica. Uh, Dion, thank Good you man. for... Thank you for uh, your declaration this morning, you know, because we both from Richmond. Um, I want to say I thank God, you know, for being a delivering God and a, a God who doesn't judge, you know, because I used to hang with Boogie and DeAndre, you know, we all did hair together. And so I thank you for what you said because, see, I dibbled in some of those things, too, in my life. And I'm not ashamed uh, to say it because I've been delivered and set free from it. Now, what I do want to say is that from time to time, the enemy will come, like he'll show up in my dreams and, you know, try to bring this perversion perversion spirit to my uh, conscience when I'm asleep, and I have to wake up, you know, pulling down strongholds. But what I want to say is thank you for your transparency because, see, much that is has been uh, given, much is required, and God delivered us from much. You know, this, this thing was um, out to give us. And I'm glad that you um, brought it in the light um, that God would be willing to free other people that might be struggling with that. You know, because I remember I got molested. I remember being confused about my sexuality at one point in time in my life. But I knew I didn't like girls. You know, and then I had to pray for God to deliver me from what I had got myself into because the spirit was like tormenting me at one time. This was a while ago, but I prayed to God that if he set me free from that, I would never devil in that uh, ever again because I realized that it wasn't of God. And so at that time, you know, when it was happening for me, I was not in God. I wasn't in no church or none of that. This when I was out there in the streets. But um, when I came to know God is when that spirit 
of perversion was revealed to me because I had dibbled in the same sex um, encounterments for money because money was my thing too. That was my vice, money. It wasn't about no sex. I could care less about any of that. And I think that came up from being violated that I never thought looked at sex as a means of you love I love you. It was just a service as far as I was concerned. You know, that's how messed up I had gotten from what I had been through. But God, I thank God for delivering me and saving me and not allowing it to get in me, just on me. And I'm glad that God continue to make a way for for us to expose this perversion in the light and that God is willing to set people free from it if you want to be free from it. So I'm just so grateful because I haven't been on the call, but then I get on the call and you speak in my language. Every time I that happens, I get a, I won't be on this call and then I'll get on the call and you be right in my neighborhood. So I'm just grateful, and I felt that I needed to expose mine in the light, too, because, you know, it wasn't too long ago, like a, maybe a week or two ago, I woke up fighting that spirit, you know? Um, so I thank God for delivering me uh, from sexual promiscuity and this perversion as well. So thank you again for your declaration. For sharing, um, I, I want to say a lot of times you don't you don't necessarily know where things enter. Um, but my my first husband, um, at the age of twenty years old, um, right now, friendly to this day, still fights very specific demons that were after his little bloodline. And it opens the door. There are so many people. You'll hear um, people who are spiritualists or people who are more into them with the supernatural talk about spiritual husbands and um, spiritual wives and stuff like that there. You know, I, I won't inundate you with, with all of that information because it's a lot. And if you're not prepared for it, it begins to open doors. But what you start to understand when I started asking God, where this stuff entered, um, he had to take me all the way back. And before any of that other stuff happened, you know, I married a man that was very perverted in nature. It's impossible to sleep with somebody that's full of perversion and it not get in you. Um, it's impossible to sleep with somebody that's angry and bitter and it not get in you. So a lot of times in our ignorance, our lack of understanding, our lack of reason, we make mistakes based on um, what we feel is a need. When I think about even that spirit of perversion, um, the only problem with homosexuality, if we just be 100% honest, is it violates the first principle. The Bible, our original uh, mandate was to be fruitful and to multiply. Um, man plus man can't multiply anything. God is so gracious that he wants to keep us out of breaking the original law and intent of being um, a people of multiplicity. Everything about kingdom multiplies and adds. 
anything with regard to darkness, i.e. it goes right back to the fruit of the spirit, has no ability to multiply itself. Anything that can't be duplicated, anything that cannot grow is dying backwards. And so for, for folks that are, are struggling in your mind, it's not even about your affinity. It's not even about your affection. It's about the fact that it breaks the rules, breaks the laws. It does not cooperate with the agenda of heaven. I don't want to be connected to anything that violates or breaks the rules as it relates to anything that cooperates with kingdom principle. So as you start to learn and uh, grow and understand and know certain things, you, you begin to determine and decipher and disseminate that the enemy's job is to trick you out of cooperating with heaven's agenda. It has nothing to do with anything else, but it goes right back again to Galatians 5 and 22 and that final fruit of the spirit, which is self-control. We make decisions. When you pick up one foot and put it in front of the other, you decided to take a step. We make active decisions about what next and what now. And it's up to you to understand what your life requires you decide about. Anybody else have any questions, comments, or commentary? Anyone? That was super good, what you just said. <laughs> Thanks, <dude>. um, <laughs> That was real good. It, it makes you think about, like, starting off the fruit of the Spirit with love, the most important and the first thing, and ending up with self-control, which is a decision. And often loving is a decision. <laughs> We got to yeah. make the decision to do it, right? Because all the time we ain't going to feel like it. It is not just a feeling. It is an action verb word to do. We make the decision to love in spite of. We make the decision to keep no record of wrong. We make the decision to act out First Corinthians 13, the love chapter. You have to actively participate in doing that. I got to make a decision where I forget, make the decision to remember no more, just as Christ does when he remembers our sins no more. It's not that he forgets. He's not senile. He makes a decision to not bring up those charges against us. And when we talk about God not judging, hold on a second. He is the just judge. Mm -hmm. He's the only one that judges righteously. That's why we can't do it. <laughs> Who are we to judge another man's servant? Romans talks about it. James talks about it. So, man, this thing that we've learned so much from watching other people do it wrong, wherever we learned it, it's just time to unlearn some things. It's been time. And now that we know better, we can do better so that we can show others to do better, to love better, to love more deeply, to love in a perfect way. Because many of us, I'm just convinced, did not know what agape love was, but getting to know Christ, the way he loves us in spite of our my filthiness, my raggedy self, Man, I was young and curious. I, I can't even say they perpetrated on me because as much as the little girl touched me, I touched her. We messing around <laughs> with stuff, trying to figure it out and, and just listen. I just tell on myself. And then when I got older, I had this beautiful lady. Her name was Barbara. In the military, could have got pitted out and sent home. And I think that was one of the main reasons. God knows I'm a God of order. <laughs> You're not sending me home for getting high like I used to, and you're not sending me home for homosexuality because that was wrong in the military. 
And I was like, oh, no, 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 what are you doing? But she was my protector. And that's just how the enemy will try to usurp God's authority and come in and step in when God told you he's all this stuff, just as much as he tempted Jesus in the wilderness. Trying to give him something that already belongs to him. Yeah. Right. So he tries to trick us with something that already belongs to us. Right. And makes us think we don't have it. So thank you, thank you, thank you for letting me to life. I like you. Appreciate the fire. Or. Uh oh. Amen. Um, somebody is talking about cornbread in the background. Big time, making people hungry in the morning. <laughs> I am so. I'm. Please forgive me. I'm so sorry. Would you like a piece? <laughs> um, yes. Would you put me up some? Thanks. Yes, and I'll pick up mine later. <laughs> hey, man. Anybody else? Oh, wow. Hello. Wow, wow. Hey. I just wanted to say thank you um, for such a healing and transparent moment, and I love you. I'm back in this background just over here going like, you know, Jesus, it's been so good to us. I thank you on this morning. First of all, I want to uh, tell you this great share that uh, many facets of... Uh, Do me a favor, before you continue, adjust your phone because you sound muffled. Okay, can you hear me now? Um, that no, I mean I can. But... Okay, let me yeah. get my. Um, I don't want to just you know sound Are you there? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Good morning. Thank you so much for, uh, you know, breaking down the many facets of deliverance, you know, helping uh, those um, as um, I believe it was Monica that she said she was still sitting in front of her house, just kind of trying to, you know, uh, you know, put the right things in places and then Tanya coming in and, you know, really just, uh, I mean, really standing in the gap for people that have been uh, molested. Molestation doesn't necessarily start in the church, but it did have a great, uh, you know, big area because most of the time those were uh, places where we met people that may have, like you said, hurt people, hurt people. But I do thank God this month for uh, deliverance. It is allowing those that have had to stand and that are still in the wings of uh, of their, uh, you know, haven't even had a chance to even face the abusers, those that happen. And so uh, thank you this morning, uh, Tammy, again, for just standing in the gap for those people, because a lot of them are dead and gone, and there's people that are still just trying to figure life out. Thank you so much for those who already even, uh, you know, gave their testimony of what happened to them. It takes a big step, Dion, and some of these things, you know, we'll be, we can be on deliverance for the rest of our life now, because it's, it's an area that is open. I thank God that I can walk free and walk into the liberty of Christ on this morning because of declared victory, who I didn't have to just, you know, stay quiet. Thank you so much. 
for trusting me. I appreciate you. Thank you. Keep going. It's good. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Listen, it don't make sense to stop now. I, I had to uh, say say that publicly. Give me two seconds. Um, because there's a part of my ministry that encompasses that. You guys don't know a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff that I do behind the scenes, especially mm-hmm. with young people struggling. And for those of you that don't know, my sister, um, my baby sister lives an alternative lifestyle. I told you guys it was, it was not just chasing me. It's been chasing my bloodline for years. And she slowed down and allowed it to catch her for a season. Um, but I'm believing God that the revelation of who she is um, and being seated above certain things, because it's not like she does not know. And she knows the truth in love that, that brings us to places of power. Um, but if you guys would join me um, in declaring and decreeing her liberty, and it doesn't, doesn't mean the nature or even how you move around is different, but it does mean that there's a level of self-control that says, um, I, don't, I don't live or adhere to my feelings. I operate in the truth. Um, of, of what God says about who I am. So, um, yeah. That's it. Somebody else was about to say something. Who was that? Good morning. This is Mary. Hey, Mary. Hi. I, I, I wanted to say this. I, I don't say too much, but I always listen to you. And I, and I always like it that you are a person that goes straight to the knots and just untie them, you know, no no messing around, trying to find, just go straight to the notch and untie them so people can be set free, because that's what it's about. You know, sometimes you just mess around and talk around and try to talk about and set these cute little stages for folks, and they just bound up, and they just need somebody to help them get those knots and to get them to the place that the Lord can untie those knots, so they can be free indeed. That's the mm-hmm. whole purpose of us as warriors, so I... I don't know if they call women warriors, but I call you a warriorette, uh, whatever. <laughs> but I really appreciate you. I like it when, when you go straight to it and pe- give people the real help they need, not all of this trying to show people who you are. I know you're a powerful woman. I've never met you. I would like to someday. Um, but you don't spend time trying to let people know who you are. You just let them know who you are in the spirit, and, and you go to work. And I like it when, when folks just roll up their sleeves and go to work, just get straight to the knots and have, untie them so folks can go free and they can be free indeed. So I appreciate you, and I wanted to say that to you. Hope I can meet you someday. Hey, man. Well, thank God for you. Sister Mary, thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. It's encouraging to me. Um, you know, some of the stuff that I, that I am called to say um, is not easy. Uh, it's not comfortable. But I, I recognize that um, it is necessary. And, and if we all just be honest, if we look at the life of Jesus, um, he didn't do anything that was easy. He didn't come here um, to prove himself. He came here to prove himself, right? <laughs> not not with what he said. It wasn't about being elevated because, you know, at the end of the day, we are all the same. We're all called to do, be, live, breathe the same stuff just a matter of making an active decision that you are willing. And so I thank mm-hmm. you for for that part. And, and I am built for the knots. <laughs> I know. Oh, created <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm not on fire. 
<laughs> I like that. I like that, Miss Mary. I think I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to feel that one, honey. I'm gonna not untie it. <laughs> I can't not. Ah, come on. That's good stuff. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Amen. <laughs> Anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Tony. Uh, thank God for being alive and just to tell him thank you on this morning. I could not help but to say something. You was all in the Sunday school lesson with the fruits of the spirit. And if we walk in the spirit, we shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And I was looking at Saul before his name was changed to Paul. And it's just like us. Before our minds is renewed, we have to, you know, before it's renewed, we do things that unpleasing to God. And then when it gets changed and we being converted, then we do the things the walk in the spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the happiness. So I thank God for you on this morning for touching and teaching me a little of my Sunday school lesson for Sunday. Thank you. <laughs> I enjoyed you just for being who you are and just being real. We have to be real, acknowledge that we have a problem. And if you never acknowledge and change your mind, then you are never changing what you're doing. So I thank God on you for you on this morning. Thank you. Amen. 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 This is Trina. Hey, Trina. <laughs> I got to jump on in here. got to jump on in. <laughs> great, great, great teaching. Awesome teaching. Um, deep teaching. But anyway, uh I'm I guess I'm too I guess it would say this. Uh happened to me as a child, um, the sex uh, perversion, um, uh, incest and um um homosexuality as a child and I know it's from the bloodline because it all started for me around the age of four. Uh I believe four or five years old. Um, and especially the environment that I was in, um that I lived it, lived that, but I want to also say this too. Um, you are right. Um, it's not just all sexual um, perversion, but uh, perverse spirit. You can get that from um, the Word of God. Is, is Isaiah nineteen fourteen? It's a scripture for perverse spirit. Um, these are other um, that falls under it is uh, the perverse spirit. It's broken spirit, evil action, abortion. Doctrine error, twisting the word, chronic warrior, pornography, foolish, filthy mind, atheist. Um, those also falls under perverse spirit. Um, thank you again so much for your um, message, and have a great day. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Facts. Facts on facts on facts. God be praised. Amen. Anybody else? Well, praise hallelujah. Um, I won't. I won't hold the line only because I have an obligation at nine o'clock and I got to travel to a location. Um, but I pray that something that I said um, let you know that there's hope after you've blown it. And the reality is you haven't blown it at all. Nothing is wasted. God uses everything that we experience, um, everything that we go through. And PR, I'm going to respond to your message in just a second. And I'm, I'm having a feeling that we'll probably have 
Um, as a matter of fact, we're, I'm trying to get Apostle Sandy, who is um, Apostle John Eckhart's understudy, um, to do a, a full deliverance service. We'll do it via Zoom. Um, Phil and I are working on that as we speak um, so that we can have a full deliverance service. Not that I can't do it, but I want I want you guys to see what it looks like when people operate in their ten, right? So um, I, I consider myself a baby deliverance worker, but don't try me because uh, <laughs> you, you, you will see if given the opportunity. <laughs> but uh, I'm working on having a, um, a Zoom deliverance uh, experience for you all and also working on in the Bay Area of physical location experience. Um, so you guys be in prayer with me about that. Uh, continue to keep July 29th at the forefront of your thought process if you're out of state and you want to travel July 29th. Uh, it'll probably be in the city of Vallejo, more likely than not. But if you would, um, just just keep us in prayer. Um, as things are, are transpiring behind the scenes, some things I'm not really at liberty to say. God is doing some things in my life, and we know that when it happens at the top, uh, the body uh, experiences the residue. Tomorrow, uh, Minister Phil will be uh, teaching again. I think we're going to deal specifically with Leviathan. If you don't know what that means, and just learning spiritual terminology. Um, that uh, the spirit of pride, which usually is almost like a plug, it keeps you from getting to the other things that are hampering you spiritually um, and and even um, keeps you from being able to identify the broken places and the needs. Um, I want to say this to Monica, if you are still on the line. Um, there, there is what's called ichabus and succubus, those things that come to us in the night um, with the night terrors and the sexual, sensual dreams. Those things are um, put in place as the enemy uh, attempts to further pull you into perversion. I thank God that today um, the, the very idea of anything on that level of perversion is not only repulsive to me, but, you know, you do things, you have experiences in life, and you be saying to yourself, honey, how did I even get there? What was that about? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, for real, for real, make you roll your eyes. Like, that was just stupid and gross. Ugh. Um, <laughs> that's, and that's just me. Um, I'm so over so much stuff, some stuff I don't even think about because of the level of deliverance that I get to stand in today, the level of freedom um, just from being able to understand that I'm not a victim, that everything happened um, for me, not to me. And I want to tell you the same. It didn't happen to you. Um, it happens for you. It happens to give you an edge, to give you an advantage. Don't allow the enemy to keep you um, in places of shame. I'm not ashamed of anything that I've done from every gun I pulled. <laughs> Every dollar I got, I got it. And I mean, I went to go get it. You hear me? But I thank God that he is uh, a rewarder of those who diligently seek him and that I don't have to forget about his benefits. Being in Christ is the safest place you can ever be. Um, and, and he desires that for all of his children. And so I thank God that even now as I 
speak. He is restoring you in places of guilt and shame that you've lived in um, simply because you, you didn't know that there was a different way, places of um, perversion that you didn't know that he was willing to heal. You keep thinking it's your idea. Honey, the devil is trying to play you. It is a sick game, but I am so glad to announce this morning you win if you don't quit. All you got to do is keep showing up, keep fighting, keep calling on the name that is above all other names, and that name is Jesus, him and him crucified. I thank God that um, the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit will teach you all things. Amen. Um, and so uh, I pray that you stay open um, to the truth. Not what's true, but to the truth that lives on the inside of you, that you might live um, that life of abundance that was promised, that life of liberty that uh, is in Christ Jesus because it's available to you. I love you all. Uh, I promise God loves you all the more. I pray that you have a wonderful day, that you go and grow in love, that you demonstrate the fruits of the Spirit just in being present. Amen. That God will get the glory out of your life. It is for you. The promises are for you. Have an amazing, amazing day. Go ahead. Go ahead. Turn your, go ahead. Thank you. I said thank you for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. We'll have a wonderful day. Um, tonight is CNT Bible Study. That's at 7 o'clock. Uh, in the victory room and on the call. If you want to listen in, you're welcome to do that. Otherwise, I'll hear you right back here tomorrow morning. Same that station, same that time. But prepare. Listen, stupid and gross, Dondre. I mean, ugh. <laughs> All right, guys. I love y'all. Have a good day. Have a blessed day. Bless everybody.